1: Hour number two of Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Beatty of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. But first, let's talk with my man, Neil Atkinson from Saracens. Neil, Arkansas wins big in game number one today by the final score Of 11 to 2, and game two is set to start, we think, around 6 o'clock. And, um, Masters, does this drive you crazy when play is suspended? I mean, does that, how does that affect you there at Saracen?
2: Well, the, uh, it really, in golf, it's not that bad because. They're always going to resume it on, on the following day in the earlier round. So they, it just carries over because people bet by the round on golf and not by gotcha. the day. Uh, on baseball, when, when a game is canceled like we did last night, that's a little bit different story because you can have change in batting rotations and pitcher rotations. So we do handle that a little bit differently. We have specific house rules that handle these, so and, and we like to be consistent on the way we handle all of those really doesn't drive us crazy. just creates a little extra work, but it's always the right thing to do whenever we void a bet, whenever game conditions change that much. But golf is a little bit different. It is not as bad. And talking about uh, lines, we'll get the line up for the uh, game two here pretty quick. And uh, the double R prop specials did very, very well today. The uh, the highest pay in one landed today. So I think we had 65 people uh, be on that one that uh it was originally at 1400 and when it went off it was at plus 1300 so people either got 13 to 1 or 14 to 1 on their money and uh got a nice payday especially from that grand slam home run
1: <laughs> when he hit that i think i jumped out of my chair cuz i knew that uh, that was a winner so you've got nba you've got Master's still on the table. You've got baseball that includes both UCA and Little Rock. You got a lot going on, and where can they find it, Neil?
2: They can find it on Saracen. You can find us in either the app stores on Google or Apple, and if you're on a PC, you can go to BetSaracen.com and uh, create a account or log in. And don't forget, everybody bet with your head and not over it. <laughs> Have fun, and on this Good Friday. Let's have a great weekend and a happy Easter.
1: Happy Easter to you, Neil. Thank you. That is Neil
2: Atkinson
0: by way of Saracen. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family-owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon,
1: Trey. Hey, guys. All quiet there in Fayetteville? I know it's not, but I'll go and and just say, is it all quiet there in Fayetteville, Trey?
3: Currently, yeah, it's quiet. Now, yesterday, we you know had practice and everything, and for the first time, we got to talk to Isaac Tesla, Andrew Armstrong, Antonio Greer. We also spoke spoke with Landon Jackson, who's having a terrific spring. Uh, So that was cool to be able to talk to those transfer guys for the first time. First time we've spoken to anybody other than an upperclassman so far this spring. Uh, Man, really likable guys. You can tell that Antonio is just so hungry and just so thankful and just feels very blessed to be at Arkansas. And uh, the way he's been treated by his teammates and doesn't feel like an outsider, just feels welcome. There's definitely a different, not that there was a, I mean, you guys have heard the rumors. There's, you know, maybe some toxicity in the locker room last year. Um, they lost their identity a little bit. Uh, it definitely has a different vibe right now, I think, uh, around the locker room. And I think part of that is, you know, some of those coaches they brought in, maybe particularly the defensive coaches, those three guys they brought in, uh, just seeming to really work and mesh well with the players. Uh, what I loved about Andrew Armstrong and Isaac Teslaw is when I asked them about – Almost every player has a chip on their shoulder for something, whether it's deserved or not. You know, they'll find a reason to have a chip on their shoulder. And you you do need a chip on your shoulder, you know, to an extent. But, you know, a, a player who has offers from every school in the country, you know, has a chip on his shoulder because Notre Dame didn't offer him, you know, and he <laughs> wants to show Notre Dame wrong. He'll carry that with him. You oh, know. He'll just find something, you know. Um, but I asked both of those guys, Isaac and, and Andrew, you know, do you do you have that, you know, um, sense of, of feeling overlooked? And both of them said, well, I wasn't overlooked. I don't blame coaches for overlooking me. I played quarterback at a small Christian school in Michigan <laughs> in, in, in the wing tee. I, I can't really blame coaches for not – Finding me. Andrew Armstrong says, well, I only played my senior year. You know, I only played senior year football, and uh, I wasn't as fast as I am now. Uh, So I don't blame coaches for for overlooking me, but both of them were a little hesitant to enter the transfer portal and certainly very glad right now that they did. And I don't know which of these receivers is going to be, you know, a thousand-yard receiver or uh, the guy that they look for, um, you know, on third down or a deep threat or the guy they look for in the end zone. I don't know which guy it's gonna be just yet, but it's gonna be somebody. It's not like K.J. Jefferson is just gonna have a mediocre, terrible year and can't find any receivers, knock on wood. Wouldn't think that was gonna be the case, but somebody's gonna fill those roles and they certainly got a lot of candidates. It's just, they have gotta figure it out. And, um, you know, they had a scrimmage last weekend. They're not scrimmaging Saturday like we thought they might. Uh, they're just held, holding a regular practice, uh, and then they got the red white game, and those are those are the times where you start to figure things out. You have to, you have to scrimmage. You know, I thought Sam Pittman made a good point Tuesday. You know, you can't really move somebody up from second team to first team and feel comfortable about it if you haven't scrimmaged them. Interesting. Some of the other comments
1: they made, particularly about their teammates and uh, Bryce Stevens, Isaiah Satania, they they. Raved about their uh, route running and and so forth, and uh, one of them mentioned that about Isaiah speed in particular. Mm-hmm. Trey, who do you, who do you see? It turned out to be Matt Landers last year. Who do you see as the home run threat uh, possibility this year?
3: Deep threat or home run threat? Are we talking about well, like deep catch threat. It ta- catch it and take it to the house, or I, catch it. Deep I like and I keep like both running. of them. I like both yeah. of them. <laughs> uh, I think it could be Tyrone Broden when he comes back healthy. Uh, I think I kind of feel like Test Law could emerge into you know that very reliable wide receiver. Uh, not that Bryce Stevens or uh, Satania wouldn't. You know, I just kind of view them maybe as you know catching a lot of screen passes, um, you know, shorter stuff. Uh, but I, I just kind of view Test Law maybe as a guy when it's. When it's third and 10 and you, you know you got to have it that you know he's the guy you look at, uh, the deep threat guy Broden is a lot faster than I anticipated him being. He's a lot faster. So I, I think maybe him.
1: This is, according to Danny, uh, big visit weekend. and that includes some high school players, but it also some guys that's in the transfer portal this looks to be a big weekend does it not trey
3: looks like it yeah um you know it's recruiting never really stops does it no uh, but uh yeah, this is a big time you've got official visitors able to come in now and they've been able to come in since uh well they've been able to come in until july 27th so it'll it'll be you know pretty pretty busy for for a while so um uh, Selman Bridges is a, a guy that's obviously intriguing cornerback out of uh, out of Temple, Texas, four-star recruit, number 44 national, Kylan Singleton, a lot of a lot of good-looking prospects uh, scheduled to come in. Danny's got a a list of, of all of them with their profiles and everything. So,
1: yeah, I wasted about 10 pages. So yeah, I know <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, of course, we know basketball. It's a big weekend. Well, it it's. I don't know when it will stop. I, I'm not sure you can say just big weekend uh, for visits. But, yeah, there's a bunch of guys. I like this uh, young man. I just, I'm just going by what I read. Uh, this, again, by Danny West. But uh, Trill Carter of Minnesota, 6'2", 300-pounder. Uh, he sounds like he would be a great catch.
3: Absolutely. I mean, they need defensive tackles. You can go out there. And, and look at them in the spring and, I mean, you know, they've got guys you've never heard of, you know, in the second. Not Nothing against those guys, but, you know, you can't have walk-ons, you know, second-team defensive tackle. And I know, you know, they'll get guys back. They'll get uh, Cam Ball back, you know, and uh, they've got some guys coming in, Ian Jafar coming in, but they really need to – Address defensive tackle. Really, safety and defensive tackle need to be addressed. And uh, there are guys that are already in the transfer portal. There'll be more when it opens on April fifteenth. But there are guys that are already in there, obviously. Um, so, I would like to see them bring in a couple of interior guys. Absolutely.
1: Well, you kind of touched on this a little bit yesterday, but you went very much in depth uh, with your. Arkansas football day 10 practice report notes and quotes. And once again, this guy must make a play every day. I know you've already talked a lot about him, but continuing to stand out is Luke Haas. Yeah, Luke has. we
3: got to get it right, Randy. Has, has, has. Yeah. Has has has. Luke has had a good, another good day. You got to say it three times and use it in a sentence. That's a, that's the method I always try <laughs> to use when trying to remember somebody's name. But uh, when you say who yeah. had a
4: good worry week? You just say Luke has.
3: Yeah, Luke has has. Luke has had a good week. Yeah, it works. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he had a really nice grab um, early in practice and just continues to show up. I mean, they. I wouldn't mind seeing them maybe bring in a veteran, bigger tight end because Has goes about. Six three two twenty six. He'll probably put on a little bit more weight uh, before the season gets here. But I mean, he's just got a lot of really good tools. I mean, he's like a wide out that's six three two twenty six. That's and and will pop you too. I mean, he is not afraid of contact, uh, even though he's not one of the larger tight ends on the team. Um, yeah, I've been I've been really impressed. I would say maybe out of all the freshmen in terms of readiness, you know, there's some guys with some high ceilings that might not be as ready. Uh, but in terms of readiness to go, he's he's pretty well up there. Um, yeah, Lucas definitely wanted to keep an eye on, no question. How are you
1: feeling? I, I think you expressed maybe uh, some concerns a couple weeks ago maybe about the linebacking corps. Talk talk mm-hmm. about what you've seen le- recently from the linebacking corps.
3: Well, I like the linebacking core. I just think they're a little bit on the younger side. But they there's no question they have talent. I mean, I say that, you know, Christopher Paul Jr., he was ready last year, you know, as a, as a redshirt freshman. And, you know, these guys, Manny Powell and um, uh, Jordan Crook, they're, what, redshirt freshmen, sophomores, I guess. I'm not sure. I think Powell's Powell a sophomore also. But those guys are, you know, just in their second year. Uh, antonio greer i think is really got a lot of ability uh... you know one of the the quotes that stood out to me was isaac tislaw talking about uh... the speed of the game was one of the things that he's having to adjust to and he feels like some of these linebackers are as fast as he, are, as he is uh... so that's definitely good when you talk about having speed sideline to sideline speed um, I, I, I would like to see them add one more linebacker, just because they, they have the numbers, you know, the, to add players. They have 77 on scholarship. They'll probably, you know, have a guy or two enter the transfer portal at least. You would think when it opens again. Uh, so they've got numbers to work with, and you know, you got to spend them somewhere. I think they could use maybe another veteran linebacker. Uh, I, it's not that I don't think that they're like they could if they could get through the season healthy with the guys they have. Sure, they're they're fine. But they're not going to get through the season healthy with the guys they have. They just, they just, don't, that didn't happen. You, you, you're going to have an injury almost at every level, at every position. It just, again, knocking on wood. But that's just the nature of this game. Whether it's a long-term injury or a short injury or, or whatever have you. Um, it's going to happen, and when it does, you, you're suddenly a little bit thin at linebacker. I mean, look at what's going on at defensive tackle. Sure, they're fine with Torian Carter, Cam Ball, Eric Gregory, um, Marcus Miller, uh, Ian Giffard coming in. Yeah, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're fine. And they've, they've got a package also You know, where they put three defensive ends on the field at the same time with uh, John Morgan and, and Trajan Jeffcoat uh, inside interior. But... Uh, you know, I, I look out there and I see Cam Ball's not out there, and then I saw Eric Gregory. You know, earlier in the year he was a little banged up. What if you have two of those? You know, you're, you're talking about guys that you know probably don't have quite the level of ability to to be out there. It could be a liability for you. Uh, not that those guys aren't contributing in practice and stuff, but we're talking game day in the SEC. You need to, in my opinion, you need to boost your depth really at every level. And I would probably put it in order. Of defensive interior, and then I would probably say safety, and then and then uh, and then linebacker. But definitely all of them. You know, it's not like linebacker's the last one, so it's not that important. They're all very important. Um, I would like to see them add one more veteran linebacker if they can find him
1: tonight at seven forty-five. We can all tune in on the 247 Sports YouTube channel. And we will find out whether it is Alabama, Arkansas, Texas A&M, Clemson, Miami, Ohio State, or Oregon. They are all in the mix for one Air Nolan. But I think you said yesterday that you didn't expect Air Nolan to say Arkansas, but you are believing that KJ Jackson would be the alternative, but again you can tune in tonight, 745 and find out about Aaron Nolan.
3: Yeah, if I had to guess, I think I would say Miami right now uh, or I've heard Texas A&M too, but I, I don't think it's going to end up being Arkansas I think they end up with KJ Jackson, uh, who they're really high on obviously, and he's making a decision, what is today, the 7th? think kj's maybe deciding tomorrow
1: i think he is so, too
3: yeah yeah so i know it's coming up but i think it's tomorrow uh, so he's down to north carolina and arkansas as his final two and i think he ends up being the guy
1: that will commit to arkansas yeah yes and uh another name trey that is uh i guess you can say out there on the wish list, least I think you should be Maryland transfer defensive tackle Anthony Booker, six four, three hundred and twenty pound lineman.
3: Yeah, get both of those guys and let's yeah. call it a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think that they would be. They both have the right size. They, you know, they both seem like they would fit well. So I, I would say if you can get both of them, you take it and. I think we could probably probably call it a day if that happens. So um, get two more, get two more defensive interior guys. And you know, sometimes you bring guys in. Like there was a guy a couple of years ago, a few years ago, that everybody flipped out about because Arkansas lost him to Baylor. I, th- I can't remember who they lost him to, um, but I believe he was from Tulsa. Uh, he played under Jamal Ashley. But you know, they bring him in here, and he's listed at six one or so, and he's not he wasn't even close to that you know you didn't really hear that uh, but everybody's like oh they lost him to this team you know but sometimes you bring guys in just to see if they measure out because as we know nobody's telling the truth about their height right <laughs>
1: well i'm not ashamed to say how tall i am but i'm not uh, i'm not in the either in the transfer portal or or on an official visit Um it, for Jackson, it is Sunday, Trey, Sunday, 530 Central. Okay. 530 Central. I knew it was close. I yeah. couldn't
3: remember exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, boy, there's some great-looking kids coming in this weekend. Uh, you mentioned a couple of minutes ago, but Selman Bridges, uh, big-time corner out of uh, Texas. I think they're trying to, Are they not trying to flip him from LSU? I think that's right. Um, I think so. Tyland Singleton, a linebacker. Uh, I always think it's going to be hard, though, uh, to get somebody out of Louisiana, particularly if if uh, LSU wants them. Uh, he's already visited TCU, Texas A and M, and Tennessee, and uh, it just seems like in every sport, Trey, the bar just keeps moving up a little bit higher. I I'm, is, is that a, is that a fair assessment? Because it used to be more i got a bunch of three-stars coming in. Mm -hmm. Not not a whole lot of five-stars are visiting. Now, they have been visiting in basketball, but not in football. But uh, a lot of these young men are highly regarded uh, four-stars. Some maybe have the five-star potential, but Mm -hmm. it just seems like the bar under Coach Sam Pittman, and we thought under Chad Morris, at least I did, I thought he moved the bar up. But it seems yeah, like he did. Coach Pittman has moved the bar up again.
3: He did. I, I don't think there's any question that Pittman's moved it up and that Morris moved it up also when he was here. I don't think Bridges is committed to LSU right now, but uh, I also don't think it's a coincidence that Bridges is a cornerback, Singleton is a linebacker, Xavier Atkins is a linebacker. These are all very highly regarded guys. Atkins is committed to, to LSU. Um, these are defensive guys, and uh, again, I, ju- I think this defensive staff is really – Taking things to another level and you know you've had that with jimmy smith you know recruiting running backs they've brought in some really great running backs kenny guyton i think you know over the years has uh really established himself as a as a solid recruiter um but it's nice to see you know i mean we've talked about it before you know with this defensive secondary Look at the cornerback position and look at where they were all ranked out of high school. You know, that's, and you say, you know, not all of them pan out, but if you get enough, I mean, the odds are that much higher that when you get a four star, that, you know, it's it's dramatically higher that he's going to end up in the NFL versus a three star. Everybody likes, everybody likes to point to a three star or two star who defies the odds, but the fact of the matter is, the odds are very proven out that a five star is more likely to go to the NFL than a four-star, and a four-star is way more likely to go to the NFL than a three-star. I mean, the, the roster that they've assembled, especially at cornerback already, has been pretty impressive. And, you know, they brought in some good linebackers. Let's see if they can bring in some high school recruits. Have a great Easter, everybody. You likewise,
1: Trey. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Be brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. We'll talk with Trey again on Monday. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater Drive Time Sports will continue.
5: Crawfish
2: season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at EatMyCatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh. Eat my catfish.
3: The Memphis Grizzlies play here. 1067 Buzz2 is your home for Memphis Grizzlies basketball. Every time the Grizzlies tip off, hear it on 1067 Buzz2. Seventy years ago, the king of American muscle cars, Chevrolet's Corvette, was born. Today, the Corvette Stingray is hotter than ever. This month at Saracen Casino, one lucky player will win a breathtaking Stingray. Play in April at Saracen and qualify to win a Corvette Stingray from Smart Chevrolet. Featuring all your favorite games and more, Saracen Casino is the only place to win a new Corvette. Saracen
4: Casino Resort. Vegas,
2: Arkansas
3: style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700.
2: Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard, just off 430.
3: Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance Match 401k Paid holidays Paid vacation The right person can make $600 per week Call 501-375-3672
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish Drive Time Sports tapped with refreshing sports opinion On the Buzz Radio Network
1: Draft Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Bart Reed of Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. This is it. When I say this is it, this is not only a Brady Slavin's Grand Slam. This is the big one. That is the Dinner for Two for $60 at the Riverfront Steakhouse, and it does not get any better than this. If I just told you all you got was the Riverfront Salad Bar for two, that'd be a pretty good deal because it's the largest salad bar in Pulaski County. I say the world. Over 30 items, including the baby shrimp, the iceberg and romaine lettuce, spinach, pastas. Oh, man, some of those pastas are outstanding. And a variety of dressings. But here's the big one. This is the big one. The filet. It's going to be split for two. And I hear some people say, that's not going to be enough to eat. Try it. Find out. Five ounces is more than what you think. Then you combine that with the four of the Frank Fletcher, the double F fried shrimp. I always talk about extending your hand, look from the wrist to the tips of your fingers. That's how big these shrimp are. It's like a meal into itself. And then you get to pick from two side items. Whether it be the hibachi fried rice with chicken, the baked potato, the onion rings, the mashed potatoes, spinach supreme, fresh spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, or the fresh wild mushrooms it don't get no better than this this is it and then it's going to be cooked the steak is going to be cooked to perfection whatever you want the cook the chef however you want it cooked it will be cooked to perfection it will melt in your mouth now all that for 60 bucks it's the real deal Check it out for yourself. Ask for William R. Shapur. Get a reservation, 371 9000. Tell him I sent you. Ask for my table, the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, Wyndham Hotel. This is
0: the deal. Bart, we call Hello, it,
1: hey, buddy, we call it in our business a make good. We need to make good on uh, the Who 5. Uh, Martin, please bear with us for just a second because we, we just talked too much the other day and didn't, didn't get this part of the segment in. That is our Players of the Week, Male and Female Performers of the Week. So, Bart, if you would, catch us up on the Male and Female Performers of the Week.
2: So I I think it's appropriate for the girls. you got to go Mandy Cartwright and Greenwood. I think Greenwood in the 5A had one of the most dominant seasons that I think I've seen a 5A team have in an extremely long time where their losses were to 6A powerhouses and games that were extremely close, extremely close, Randy. So this is a Tulsa commit certainly a high-level, 5'10", combo guard forward, who I believe in the state championship game, Randy, it's been a, it's been a little bit since the game, over 20 points, and I, I know over five assists, so absolutely dominated. She had a great supporting cast. man Cartwright, defending Tulsa Greenwood, your back-to-back five A state champion.
1: And who might be the male performer of the week?
2: Well, you gotta give it to Zay Barnett in Pine Bluff. He had a great season. This is a football prospect, although he attended the CP three camp, place for the Arkansas Rising Stars. He's a point guard. Six six foot, five eleven. I think he's probably a division one type of defensive back. Coming off an ACL surgery, had a really great season, was selected all state. That type of caliber player, of course, you had Jordan Harris. But against Blake Hamilton, Randy, in the championship game, he hit five three-point shots in that game alone and really broke the game wide open. Pine Bluff was so dominant. But a big part was Jay Barnett and his really dominant performance where he shot over 70% from the three-point line. 20 points, four assists. And, Randy, here's the big thing. No turnovers.
1: But what are you seeing with our high school kids in the recruiting process? Always seem to hear is transfer portal kids being talked about. What are you What are you seeing at the high school level? Uh, how things are beginning to develop for our kids? You mentioned the young lady had her ticket punched to Tulsa, but uh, what about other kids? What I mean, what What are you hearing out there?
2: What you're seeing is, Randy, right now with a lot of the in-state 2023 type of players, like we had Justin Cruz, point guard, commit to Lyon College two days ago. I believe Pete Stone from Whitehall will be a Lyon commit or somewhere in the state Division II by the weekend. So, Randy, you're seeing a lot of these 2023s. I thought some of these guys might have to go play. Keep in mind, if you're an unsigned senior – you can play grassroots summer basketball. And we have had several players, Randy, in the summertime take advantage of that because it gives you another quote-unquote exhibition in front of college coaches Mm -hmm. if you can do that. So as long as they're unsigned, they can still play in the summer. But we are seeing some – I would say these are, Randy, on the cusp players. In a year where transfer portals even, these are right between a Division II and a very small, mid-major, Division One. So you're seeing those guys kind of break to some of these Division Two, II, Division Three schools in AI, in the state right now, which I think is a great thing, Randy. We've talked about this. I think the talent in the state, some of these Division Two colleges, need to really open their eyes and look at the talent because it's going out of state left and right. So we're seeing some of that right now. The junior classes, so the 2024-2025 are kind of getting ready to transition in what we would call the, kind of the circuit season. So we're really early. We had Real Deal two weeks ago. We're probably another two weeks away from that first kind of exhibition where EYBL and Adidas, and then you're kind of then transition, Randy, to a live period evaluation period where coaches will be out and about. But coaches are active right now really looking at the boys and girls in state, really sophomore all the way up.
1: The NCAA always seems to be making tweaks and changes. They're talking about some tweaks and changes uh, that's going to happen or occur uh, on the uh, football uh, landscape. Do you see anything that Bart, that the NCAA uh, can do to help these high school kids in any way uh, to kind of work to compete against this transfer portal?
2: Man, it's tough, guy. Randy, me and you talked about this when we first got on the radio. We said it was going to be, what, a three- to four-year project to get all this stuff, when you say get it straightened out, where we just feel like we're in a normal environment. The high school kids have been put through the the grinder on this deal. I think the college kids are really trying to figure out what they're going to do with the extra eligibility, and, and the high school kids have really, and I can't stress this enough, really been hurt by this and Randy, I don't think there is a fix unless you're giving them more years of eligibility which is outside their jurisdiction or they probably would have already given it to them. when you give more kids when you give more years to college players but don't do it in high school there's a natural pipeline effect that takes them mm-hmm. and it's hit our state extremely hard when I think basketball's at its all-time high so Randy, I don't think they have a ton of options. You might disagree, but I don't
1: think there's a lot that no. they can do. No, I, I, I'm, I'm looking for answers for our kids. Uh, yeah. In, in fact, maybe the greatest gift, but then the greatest enemy uh, became uh, for our high schoolers, and that was that COVID year that was given back yeah. to players. Uh, I don't know if you'll see any seven-year players, uh, but you're certainly seeing uh, fifth- and sixth-year players, and all that's doing is taking away a roster spot uh, for someone.
2: Uh, that's it. And so, Randy, let me say this right quick, because when you're talking about solutions. I will get, and going through this with some players that are late signed. do not wait to get your eligibility locked in. Your ACT score, your grades, and that's something where the ACT and SAT could very well go away soon, and they're not required to have a score. Right now, you have to get your eligibility, so you need to get in your clearinghouse, and you're not waiting until you're a senior until coaches are trying to figure out, are you eligible? And be active with the schools that you want to attend. Camps are great ways to get in front of assistant coaches and schools that you like. I would hit as much as you possibly can. So, Randy, I want to throw that out there for the people that are looking for opportunities to possibly get themselves noticed.
1: Bart, our, our kids, high school kids, are they rolling the dice so to speak? If they get an offer, it's almost like if you don't grab it at that particular moment, and it may not be the offer that they're looking for or wanting, yep. but it's almost like again you're playing for or battling for so few roster spots, it almost sounds like a young man almost or young lady almost needs to grab that first opportunity that's presented to him.
2: You you better grab it. What's the old saying? One one hand bearing, two in the Bush. Like, sure. you better grab that opportunity and you better hold on to it because it is rare and few and far between. Grab it, and we'll have cases like, hey, Cam Hunter. We said Cam Hunter's a guy I trained, Arkansas Hawks, signed at UCA, was the conference player of the year. Randy, that's a guy that probably uh, certainly a power five in a non COVID environment or transport portal environment that now he put up numbers and he's going to go and look to bigger and better things, but that's happening everywhere, all down the level.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Bart, this from our Asher Record Service Company for you, uh, from uh, Asher Record Service Company life and feedback for you. Joe says, what is Bart's guess in Devo Davis uh, in the draft if he goes?
2: Boy, mm. oh. So, the we... So, the, the cutoff is the 23rd. So, this is where players have to really, unless they're hiring an agent, they've got to make some decisions.
4: Now, I on, think Devo is... A, 20, 23rd of April or May? I
2: the, Rick? The, the I think it's April. I,
4: it, it's April. Soon, it should be yeah. April. Because the draft is should in, be in April. June, I think. Yeah,
1: okay. All right, Bart, hang on. Hang on. Hold on yeah. to that thought. Yep. Hold on to that thought. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drop Time Sports will continue in just one moment.
3: Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill. Award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton is now open for lunch on Sundays. Take exit 108.
2: Stop by Henard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas's very own Spartan Zero-Turn Mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Henard's carries still handheld equipment. Henard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. Your hometown dealer no matter where you live. 501-268-1987. After 60 years,
0: it's their last tour. BOJ's Last Stop on the Love Train Tour. This Saturday night in the theater at Simmons Bank Arena. With special guests, the Spinners. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, Grammy Hall of Famers, and Philadelphia Soul Icons. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. BOJ's Last Stop on the Love Train Tour.
4: The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consultation online, go to Martin Ortho.
3: David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber! He's a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> Sea shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock, or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelson. Roger Scott
0: here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean I am the naked gardener after all, and there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes
1: attack,
5: it can be a real buzzkill!
1: However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those Skeeters away, which keeps my
2: deck party going.
1: Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at
2: SandersGround.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. Listen to Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings from 8:30 to 10 with Big Sarge and his crew. They'll catch you up on all the best fishing spots and upcoming tournaments. Fishing Arkansas is brought to you by Fletcher Auto Group, shelter agent Jamie Marsh, and Stanley Hardware.
0: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network.
4: Well, gut check time is being somewhere where they don't have tacos for life. I was in Arlington, Texas for three days this week to watch the Baltimore Eels and the Texas Rangers, and they have a lot of nice things to do, and I love going to baseball, but there was no tacos for life. So it sure was good to get back to Arkansas. Where I could enjoy those great tacos, particularly the Baja fish tacos and also those Hawaiian shrimp tacos. They're just absolutely fantastic. In fact, everything on their menu is really good. But here's the good news. No matter what taco you buy or quesadilla or nachos or whatever you're enjoying, for every meal you purchase, Tacos for Life is furnishes a meal for someone who is food deficient. That's right. They've they've provided over 28 million meals for people around the world since they opened less than 10 years ago. That's a lot. So you've helped. Their customers are the best. And you're going to enjoy the menu. You're going to enjoy
1: helping others when you dine at Tacos for Life. And that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Oh, by the way, this is our final segment at the top of the hour, we will join Arkansas Razorback baseball game number two. Arkansas won game number one by the final score of 11-2. to Hagan Smith will be on the mound for Arkansas in game number two. Uh, there was a question whether or not he would start, and it appears that tomorrow Will McIntyre, who suffered through the flu last weekend, and uh, probably was a contributing factor in some ways to uh, his short stay on the mound. But uh, Hagen-Smith is your starter for tonight for the Arkansas Razorbacks. All right, um, let me do this. I, I, I love playing this one.
0: First Security presents coverage of the SEC Tournament. First Security, bank better. And also brought to you in part by Hometown Roofing. Saving hometowns one roof at a time. All right,
1: Bart. let me get to Tony. Tony is waiting. Tony, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You got a question or comment for Mr. Bart?
2: Yes, sir. How you doing, Randy? What's up, buddy? Hey, man. I was going to ask about that player out, uh, from Temple. His name is Bat. Last name's Battle. And he's supposed to be a transfer portal. Supposed to come visit us. Just going to ask about that. And I'll hang up. And listen, you got have a good and God bless.
1: Thank you, Tony.
2: Yeah. That a relative of the great Battle Tony Battle from. Also, Temple. Yes. Okay. Okay, because that's a that's a storied name in Temple Al basketball. Certainly, that is a and and many family members went to the NBA. So, listen, this, this guy can absolute play. So he's six five, he's one eighty, carries his weight really well, gets in the lane, draws contact, is a playmaker. I would say he's more of a playmaker. Than a quote unquote shooter, although he statistically shoots the ball really, really well. So he's a high points guy, really does create a lot of things off the dribble, and is efficient with his shot. But I don't think it's, I would say he's more a slasher than shooter, score versus a quote unquote knockdown shooter. But certainly, this is a high level player that can do a lot of things. And I love his size, and I love his length and physicality. And he's only a sophomore.
1: We have another Tony for you, Tony. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You have a question or comment for Bart?
2: Uh, actually, my question is for Rick. Can I go ahead and ask? Sure. a Question for Rick? Absolutely. Okay. It, it's uh, directed towards baseball. I was just wondering his feelings on the Braves against the Padres tonight, and uh, if he thinks Isaiah Campbell, how long he'll uh, he's pitching for the Travs this this season, uh, starting out. Would he make it to the majors this this season? Or do you think he's going to do another season in the minor leagues and then maybe get moved up? And also softball-wise, did the Ladybacks win their game or is that later on tonight? And I'll just hang up and listen because I know tonight, it's a
4: short time. Yeah, tonight they lost on a oh my gosh one pitch needed a strike and uh, George hit a home run yesterday and beat the lady uh, beat the uh, Razorbacks uh, softball team. They're playing again tonight and then they'll conclude the series tomorrow. Uh, second game. What do you ask about the Razorback game? They're, they're, anyway, they're playing the second game tonight. You just mentioned that Hagen Smith's pitching, which is really good. That's the, um, the advantage of um, Holland going so far in the first game. Uh, he was able to pitch uh, into the seventh inning, and Arkansas had a big lead, and uh, they just used two pitchers in that game, which was really, really good. And um, then he asked about Isaiah Campbell. Isaiah Campbell's, uh, you know, he's a he's a really good pitcher, and I think this is his second year at Double A. That's he was pitched there last year, if I'm not mistaken. Normally, if you're making the progress they want you to, you don't spend two years at Double A. Now, if he's just there because he needs a little bit of seasoning, and they're counting on uh, calling him up soon, that'd be great. But you have to remember too, Seattle is uh, last year they made the playoffs for the first time in years. They're vastly improved. And uh, it's going to be a little bit tougher to make their major league uh, pitching staff now than it was, say, two or three years ago.
1: All right, Bart, here's a couple of questions also for you from our Asher Record Service company, Live In Feedback. Hippie Hogg says, Hey, Bart, I feel like in the days of the transfer portal, backcourt chemistry will become by far the most important aspect of the game. It's always been important, but now it seems to be at such a premium. Your thoughts, please.
2: No, absolutely. I, th- I think that's one thing that UConn had a lot of overall team chemistry, certainly backcourt chemistry, and, and they should. They had a point guard as a coach. But, listen, I, th- I think I think chemistry is a real thing. I, I, I've always said it. It, it really is a a attributable skill to have your players really understand what the other is thinking and be on the same page. So, yeah, it's a huge factor. And I think what you're going to find is a collective five guys that are not superstars can go out there and beat a team with superstars as long as the chemistry and as long as everybody's on the same page. And I think that's why there's a lot of parity in college basketball.
1: Then Jim says – Bart, how do players get draft information if they can't hire an agent?
2: Oh, great question. Okay, so let's rewind back. So April, April 23rd is the cutoff to pull out of the draft. Rick, it was May a couple of years back. So okay. in your defense, I think I we're, we're both right.
4: Okay, okay
2: so you. if you look at the season, according to the it April is preparing for the Combine that comes in May, that's May the 15th, okay? What happens is they cannot officially hire agents, but in the NCAA and the NBA have created a little bit of a joint venture where there are agents that are affiliated with the NCAA and certified through them that players can use to access information for them. So they, quote-unquote, do have access to agents. It's restricted. It's near not like what Nick Smith would have. But they do have those type of tools to get the best available information for them, because that's a really good question. So, uh, And they also can set up what you'll have right before the combine are private workouts. Most of the time it's six, sometimes it's three. These are big and will be make and break for Devo, because I think this is where a team can really get a good look at him and what he can provide. So that stuff will be happening in the early part of May, Randy. And he'll get constant updates on his evaluation, where he is, from the certified agents they have through the NCAA.
4: I have to tell you, we had Devo on yesterday, and he didn't sound like a guy that was going to be anywhere but at Arkansas Mm -hmm. next year. He made it sound like he's just doing this to find out what he needs to work on.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep. I think Anthony Black could be the same way. Really? Whoa. I'm I, I just this is the second time you saw it. Hey,
5: kidding?
2: Hey, with, with, listen, when he doesn't come out and say it, you're not hearing anything, does it not that starts looking a little better and better. If if Nick Smith does not know, nobody knows. They're really close. And that communication is that might NBA might not be the fault for him this year.
4: If Anthony Black comes back with the others coming back and what they've got coming in, wow. That would be amazing. be huge.
1: All right, Bart. By the way, those words you just got through saying, those are captured now.
2: Hey, if he comes back, Bart had it first. (laughs) I I just recovered from my Calipari thing. Yeah, I know. We'll
1: see. Have (laughs) a great Easter, Bart. Thank you. All right, up next, Arkansas. Arkansas Razorback Baseball Happy Easter Happy Safe Easter everybody
5: the here in Sherwood. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people Whose homes were damaged or destroyed In the recent tornado The amount of property lost is overwhelming We know this is a stressful time And we're here to help if we can I want to tell you about a few discounts And low finance rates we have We have 1.9% financing available